What is up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about whether you should hire a marketing agency or not. There's really a lot of gray space to it. I think marketing agencies are one of those things that seem like the best idea ever on paper, um, but they actually rarely work out. So I'm kind of spoiling the main part of the episode now is that like most of you should not hire a marketing agency. And I will reference real quick that out of all of the seven-figure businesses that I've brought onto the podcast, none of them are using a marketing agency. And there's a reason for that. So I really want to break that down for you because I get a lot of questions about Hey Derek, I really don't want to learn, you know, sales or the marketing or how to set up a funnel and upsells and how to do all that stuff. I just want to delegate it when it's very, very hard to delegate the primary source of income in your job, the direct contact with your customers of selling your product that you understand so much more than anyone you could hire. Um, and, and probably will ever um, understand more than you because you know they're, they don't care about your company nearly as much as you. So there's a lot to it. I'm already <laughs> kind of getting rid of my main points right at the beginning here. Um, but there's going to be a lot more to it, especially just in terms of really breaking it down with examples of why it's not a very plausible business to move to make for most of you and what gray space areas there might be for figuring this out anyways. All right. So um, before that, I just want to say sorry, the podcast is a little bit late. I am deciding that they will be coming out Monday mornings and Thursday mornings from now on. If you caught last week's episode, you know that I'm switching to two episodes a week now and I will be coming out Monday and Thursdays and they'll be very early in the morning. Uh, I just got back from a bachelor party this last weekend with my friends, and I came back with a really bad cold. No, it's not corona. I promise I'm almost out of it already. I can smell and taste fine, and I do have the vaccine, so I'm guessing it's not. Um, But um, yeah, it's not corona, but I've just been under the weather and you might hear it a little bit in my voice today, or I might be a little uh, more breathy, taking some extra gasp of breath, but enough is enough. It's Tuesday afternoon. It's time I record this and just get it out to you guys. So let's get into it. Marketing agencies, what's the deal with them? All right, so in order for a, someone to create effective marketing for your company, they have to understand, like let's say it's uh, Facebook ads, all right? Let's focus specifically on that. You want to hire a company to run Facebook ads for you. What you need is you have to have a working offer, a proven offer. And what that means, uh, more so, is a working offer to cold traffic. Not just, oh, I sold it to people who follow me. I sold it to people who know me. Those don't count. Like, pretty much don't even count those. If you can sell an offer to warm traffic, it actually has very little to do with telling you if it will work to cold traffic or not. It's a great judge. Like if you can't sell it to warm traffic, you definitely can't sell it to cold. So if you can sell it to warm, it's you know a good start. But it is a whole different testing phase when you get into selling the product or service to people who have never met you before. All right, so you already have to have a, a proven offer. And what most of these Facebook ad agencies won't do is help you with your offer. So unless you already have an offer that you know is 
you know, well tested and near perfect, near what it needs to be, right? Maybe um, you haven't gotten the price exactly what it needs to be yet. You haven't figured out all the deliverables, exactly how much they get. And you haven't even figured out, sorry, you haven't figured out the best way to word it to people, right? Because it's all about perceived value in the end too. They have to see how awesome it is or hear how awesome it is from your pitch. Um, You can't just tell them, you know, exactly what they get and all the values there. You need to be able to communicate it in a way that actually builds value, right? So if you haven't figured that out yet, that's another job that they're needing to come in and be able to do. The other thing that you need is a thorough understanding of your customers, the the market, their problems, and the, the lingo that they use. So if you are in the market for selling, let's say, yoga mats or just yoga accessories, and then the marketing agency you hire doesn't really have much experience with yoga, it's going to be pretty obvious in their verbiage and that's just not going to fly nearly as well to the yogi community as if you wrote it and were actually speaking the right way. So usually, even if you do get a marketing agency that has like every other characteristic I'm going to talk about on this episode except for understanding your market, you're still going to have to do work. There, You can't just be like, oh, it's all done for me. It's It's never all done for you, all right? And if it is, then they also aren't doing it right because they would need to involve you in order to understand your customers and your market specifically and also the lifestyle you're trying to create out of it because the lifestyle you're going for, whether you want a six-figure business that you get to work on three days a week or a seven-figure business that you work on seven days a week because you don't care, you just want to go hard, that also completely changes what offer you should be selling. Like They rarely take into consideration the amount of things that need to be taken into consideration because they just want to close you. They're like, yeah, we're good at marketing. We'll do your marketing. We'll figure it out later. They're rarely focused on whether they can do it or not. They're just focused on, can I close you or not? And then we'll see if I can later. Who knows? It is most marketing agencies deal. They have very little qualifications for a business that they work with, apart from that they're able to afford them and that they at least have like a website and products created in a supply chain. Other than that, they're, they don't really look at your statistics to the level that they need to, to be able to give you like a definite answer if it's going to work or not. And even then, like no one can ever give you a definite answer. Um, and, and for me, it's like different, right? I don't do like done for you services, like where I'll take over your business and do everything. And part of that reason why is because I know I can't even create marketing without you, okay? Like if I would take over a business and have to run your marketing for you, I'm going to spend like a month before I even run an ad, okay? Like I'm going to like do so much research into your industry and, um, you know, what what is current, not just um, – understanding the general market, but like what's very, like what's hot in that community right now? What are the major topics? And um, having to dive in on all of that. Um, And it still is, even after a month, like I I probably would be so far away from understanding your market at the level that you do, assuming that you know your market well, just because most people do. I I know a lot of people go into e-commerce industries or markets that they don't really know the market too well, and it does really affect you later. Um, You can listen to my interview with Jordan West. It's called Seven Figure Facebook Ads with e-commerce expert Jordan West. I'm pretty sure it's like in the 140s or 130s. It's not too long ago. And he talks about how 
most of the e-commerce businesses that he mentors, if they don't pick a niche in a market that they really know, they rarely last. And part of that reason is not just because they can't create good marketing, but it's because they, they lose all interest in what they're doing. All right, and that's the same thing that happens with these marketing agencies because with Facebook ads, you don't just like even if you create a working sales funnel, you got a couple months that it works, right? Before you got to switch up your stuff. Um, it's the same reason why a lot of the companies that you see ads from right now, you're not seeing the same ads that you see from them right now as you saw six months ago or a year ago or two years ago. It's so rare that an ad, however successful, will last more than three to six months of being used before that marketing message is just done. Like you've gotten it out to all the main prospects multiple times. You got to hit them with a different angle. So it's never that, oh, they created my Facebook ads and now they just run. That is a total BS reality. When you're hiring a marketing agency, you have to be hiring someone who's willing to learn and adapt with your market. Because even after like in that case that I just gave you where I would spend a month learning, it's not like like the current events. It's not like the events change, you know, like, I, I mean, I, they do change. So like, I would have to keep up with it. And these marketing agencies usually have like 10 plus clients, like even more than five is a lot, right? Especially if it's like just a small team. But then the bigger their team gets, the worst service that you're going to get because usually the guys who started it are like the real marketers and then all the people they're hiring are like less of marketers than them right and they have they kind of hire a guy that oh you get facebook ads enough all right that's your part oh you get canva all right that's your part and really good marketing is back in the day when one of the major breakthroughs for copywriting was when they had the artist and the copywriter work together they used to have it that the artist would send in their their work and then the copywriter would send in their stuff and then the two wouldn't match up well. They weren't in good harmony and that's why it didn't work that great. Once they came together as a team and then more so like the copywriter, the marketer was saying, no, I need you to draw it like this because I'm going to put text here and then you need this in the image for, for the marketing side of it. When you just task someone, like maybe you guys know this if you, uh, or from personal experience, if you've ever hired a graphic designer who's really good at Photoshop to make any kind of content for you, there still is going to be a disconnect in your message, most likely, unless you give them thorough instructions for what you want. They are likely going to have some kind of disconnect in your message, even though it's going to be a pretty looking graphic. So what happens is that you're giving it to this marketing agency where none of them understand your company, um, or if anything, maybe one of them does. And even if they had to do the research to figure out about your company, who's to say that they're going to keep doing the ongoing research? So when you're hiring someone who understands Facebook ads, that is far from what you need to be able to hire someone to run profitable Facebook ads for you. Before I continue here, let me just say that if you feel like you absolutely need to hire a marketing agency, you're just at that point or you're just done with trying marketing, you know, whatever your situation is that makes you feel like you should at least try it. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? 
Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Look up for a marketing agency that is in your market. Don't look for just general marketing agency recommendations or other business owners you know, like who are they using. Look for marketing agencies that specifically work with clients that are already in your market. So like in that yoga example, go online, type in yoga marketing agencies. And if you can't find any, but you feel like there's other yoga instructors that you can contact that have a marketing agency, even if they aren't a specific one, but they at least already have at least one client that they are producing successful results for in your market, then that's a much better place to start. But the other thing about hiring an agency to run your ads is that now you are still paying for the ads and you're paying for their fees. So it makes it so your ads have to really, really crush it in order to be profitable. I'll give you an example. If you look back at the podcast, there is one episode missing, okay? And it's because this motherfucker, okay, I'm pissed at this guy still. It's been like a year. This guy, okay, and I'll probably say his name by the end of it. Um, it's like episode 92. I had to remove it because I interviewed someone on the podcast who was doing really well with organic Instagram posting, and he had a marketing agency, And I brought him on to share some things because I I liked a lot of things he was saying on Instagram and I couldn't believe he was able to get to like 30,000 followers. So I wanted to bring him on and, you know, he was a marketing agency and he basically for like six months after our podcast episode just kept DMing me asking if he could run my ads because he kept seeing my ads, um, you know, because I was running a lot of Facebook ads at that time for a webinar um, to sell a course and he was seeing all of them and he kept DMing me like, hey man, how are those ads going? I keep seeing them and ads are extremely difficult to get tough and uh, like running ads to a webinar to sell a course is basically um, an outdated way to sell a course at this point. Very, very few people are successfully able to do that anymore. Even like the really, really big dogs aren't doing that anymore. It's just an outdated marketing strategy so I was just kind of using a, a failing marketing strategy is largely why it wasn't working. So I was running those. He's like, let me take it over. And I was like, you know, I knew the amount of work that I was putting into him. And I also knew I'm like, dude, like I teach fucking Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Like I'm not trying to delegate this. Like every bit of experience I get in it is extremely valuable. So I'm not trying to give up a job that I'm also trying to gain a skill set in. And that's something I mentioned in in the last episode. But after a while, I was like, all right, I just can't seem to get this profitable. And he finally threw out this offer, which he should have said way earlier, that if we, he's like, it's give us 3,500 bucks and then give us another 1,500 bucks worth of advertising budget. And if in 30 days we haven't sold at least $3,500 worth of your course, we'll refund you that $3,500. So what happened is over the next week, I did a couple meetings with them where we went over, you know, my offer and stuff like that. And right then I was already getting a ton of red flags because 
they didn't ask me nearly enough questions to be able to sell it. All right. Like I knew right then I'm like, oh shit. Like I'm like, yeah, well, let me tell you this. I'm like, oh, that doesn't really matter. I'm like, it actually matters a lot. Okay. Like I could just tell like they weren't really listening. They were just like, okay, got it. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Well, well, all right, man, we'll get working on these ads. Like it was just such a like bad onboarding call that I'm like, you didn't ask me the questions that really needed to be asked in order to sell this offer or to understand what I'm doing. So I was already a little worried, but I was, they're like, look, man, we're just so good at targeting. We have so much data because we manage so much ad spend that, you know, we're able to get clients results. And, you know, even if your marketing is off or your offer is bad, we're just going to find you such targeted people that it won't matter. They literally said that to me. So because it was a money back guarantee, I was like, whatever. And, you know, the 1500 they would spend on ads, I, I wouldn't get back either way. I wouldn't expect them to refund me on that. But I was like, it'll be spent on just gaining my Facebook pixel some more data for whatever that's worth. And I'm always down to just try something, okay? Because even like this experience, like I'm, even though it sucked, like I'm still able to speak on it today and give you guys advice from pers- from my personal experience. So, I don't mind being the first one shot through the door if it means I can save some of you. Not this this should be a reflection on all marketing agencies, but basically after about 40 days, they had gone zero sales, all right? They had taken my 3500, uh they had spent probably about $1000 on Facebook ads at that point, and I gave them an extra 10 days and they still had not gotten a single sale. On top of that, because these were ads to a webinar and the start of that step is collecting an email, I was getting about $350 per signup, which is really good, all right? After me coming out with so many different marketing angles, writing so many different stories, split testing the captions, the content, just different videos, different, um, totally different ads, right? Like probably eight to 12 totally different ads trying to just pitch people on a free training, right? Like not even selling something, just like, hey, free training, sign up. I was getting about $3.50 per email registration, which is a really good rate. After those 40 days, they were getting $30 registrations, okay? So here's the here's the one thing. They were 40 days into our me signing up, but they were 26 days into turning on the ads, so it was over the weekend and I, as best as I could, I tried not to not even like look at their ads. Okay. I'm like, look, part of delegating is giving up control. So I'm not going to look at the ads yet. I'm going to let them do their thing. And at this point I was like, all right, you're getting like $30 conversions. What the hell are these things saying? And the ads are just like, I figured out all the Instagram secrets. If you want to unlock all the Instagram secrets and knowledge that there is out there, I include, I cover all of that on this one hour training. And it was just like, I don't know. It just sounded like shit. Okay. I was like, this is worse than my first ad that I ever created. And it, and it did, it did get worse results. I never got anywhere near the vicinity of $30 per registration. So I was just, my soul was destroyed, okay? Because guess what? These ads that are being run under my name from my company, not even, like they're not under Social Bamboo. They're just under Derek Fidel, under like right attached to my face, probably going out to a bunch of people that I know from high school and college and such just because they follow me. So, I mean, either way, it's just going out to 
people in general. But when you look at it, it's like, oh, like, you know, 500,000 impressions, like literally like a couple hundred thousand people can see an ad for like a thousand bucks. Okay. So this is, it just did not feel right with me that they were putting all of this, these ads out there under my name when it didn't sound like me at all. I didn't like how it sounded. I didn't like the marketing of it. And it just basically, like if I would have seen it, I would have counted me out right then just because the ads like didn't make sense. They were just so cookie cutter generic. I could tell they were probably writing the same ad for a bunch of other people that were trying to sell courses. And they were just kind of just be like, yeah, we work with anyone who sells any kind of business course. And we just kind of put in the same ad of like, you want a better lifestyle, sign up for this training. And it just was not me. And you know, the results showed plenty as it was. So on that day 26, it was over the weekend, I couldn't contact them. But I was like, I need to pause these ads. I'm going to turn them off. I can't deal with this anymore. Okay, so then I get in contact with them early that next week. I say, you know, here's the deal. And I try to like let them off the hook a little bit easier. But in reality, the reason why I wanted to cancel my contract with them was one, the results sucked. Two, the way that they worded things sucked. Three, their communication sucked. Four, they never really asked me questions to understand my market in the first place. Five, they said, we'll take over your video editing and all your graphics. And the video editing they did was the absolute bare minimum. They only did jump cuts. They didn't, uh, they only cut things is what that means, right? They didn't add any graphics or effects. So I thought I was getting like a a video editing team hired in-house, which again, like even if you hire just a video editor right now, the chances that you'll have to hire like three before you find the right one is very high. Right. So here I am like hiring a graphic designer, video designer, copywriter, and like the person to do the technicals, like all in one, uh, you know, so it's like, oh, I'll probably like working with all of them. Like the, the chances that are like slim to nothing. Right. So now I've got like someone editing my videos that I also don't like their edits on because they're like just so basic. They're not doing anything. Um, and it's just and then. I just don't like these guys, okay? I didn't like these guys at this point at all um, because they had just done me wrong. So I had like every reason to opt out. Oh, and they had zero sales. Like, I mean, they were not four days away from getting from $3,500 of sales rolling in, okay? So I thought, okay, this is pretty obvious. It should be obvious to them that they're not four days away from making me profitable ads. And, um, I, my, my results were already 10 X better than theirs. Even like with my first ads were like, you know, so much better just because they had no idea what they were talking about. They just understood Facebook ads. They were like, Oh yeah, we knew how to, we know how to create a campaign. (laughs) Okay. And they're like target Gary Vaynerchuk audience. They're just doing basic ass shit. Okay. Like way less complicated stuff than I had been doing. And yeah, so basically they said, well, you turned them off early and uh, they refused to give me the $3,500 back because I turned them off on day 26 rather than 30, even though they were at zero sales and had no chance of getting $3,500 in sales over those those next four days. But I just couldn't deal with it any longer. I couldn't have my uh, name tarnished anymore because I just hated their ads. So I turned them off and yeah, they uh, refused to give me a refund. And on top of that, they just like, he just yelled at me for like so hard, like harder than like anyone's like yelled at me in in years, maybe even ever. 
And I couldn't even believe where it was coming from because I just said, hey, man, I don't think it's going to work. Like, please, you know, process the refund when you can. Didn't hear from him, you know, sent him a couple more text messages until he finally called me. And he just seemed like he had so much rage built up, which I had didn't was really like shocked by. And I was really trying to, you know, be nice and diffuse the situation because I'm like, I'm still trying to get you to refund my money. So I'm not going to yell at you right now at least um and yeah you know i basically got to the point of the conversation with them where like they were just refusing it so hard that i'm like all right let me see if i can just say like can we split it 50 50 and be like hey i know your team did so much work so blah blah blah, blah let's split it and then he said sure we can do that and um then a couple days later they still hadn't sent the money i messaged them he never messaged back I disputed the charge with PayPal and they said, um, you know, they'll only give the money back in cases where it's like, oh, you know, the product wasn't delivered at all um, or just like an obvious fraudulent charge. But when it comes down to like, look at the gray space of our contract here that if you read on page six that like they should owe me the money back, PayPal doesn't go to that level. Okay, they don't take it into consideration like a court would. They basically just rule in favor of whoever has the money at that point, um, just so it's easier for them. Um, and it's usually for the merchant. Um, so, because obviously they have the money, right? So he won the case too. Like I couldn't even get the 3,500 back from that case. So then I opened up the case again and I tried a totally different approach and that still didn't work. So I just had to eat it that I spent about four, $4,500 that I really didn't have at that time to be wasting on nothing, on a backtrack in my business. And uh, his name is Alex Hartsuff. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Henson Media is what it is, all right? I don't I don't care at all. I, I meant to expose them a while ago. Henson Media, Alex Hartsuff, H-A-R-T-S-U-F-F. Don't work with them. And um, yeah, they refused it. And basically from there, I could go to small claims court, which meant that I had to go out to Dallas, Texas, where they were at, make a whole big deal out of it because anything less than a $10,000 lawsuit goes to small claims court. And even if I won in court, I'd still be waiting on them to send me money. The court doesn't say, all right, Venmo him right now. We want to see it. They say, all right, we order Alex to send him the money. And then it still would be in his court to do so. All right. So like it literally would have been the same exact situation that we're in with him already saying that he agreed to send me money and then not. All right, so I didn't know, like there was nothing I could do at that point except for move on. And um, like I said earlier, I'm not trying to have this be a reflection on every marketing agency, uh, but um, it, it, like for someone in my position who's like literally teaching marketing, my sales experience with my marketing experience for someone to come in and create better copywriting on an offer they don't understand as well as me, where I know like at least a couple hundred of you podcast listeners by first name at this point, okay? We've DM'd, I've looked at your pages, I've looked at your businesses, I know what your problems are specifically, okay? Like they would take them so much longer to get to the level, they'll, they'll never get to the level of understanding my audience as well as I do because they're not running my Instagram account DMing you guys, right? So it's just right there. They would have to be such damn good marketers to overlook the fact that they don't understand the uh, my audience as well, that it's like, I'm just hiring someone to do a job worse than me, okay? So 
know that if you're like an A player at anything, you're probably not going to be able to delegate that out or you're going to be delegating it out dead last. Like Nate Schmidt is an amazing marketer and now he's gotten to the point where someone else is running his e-commerce ads. This is episode 149. However, the person that they hired to run his e-commerce ads is one of his former students, okay? All he does is run that company's ads. He's not a marketing agency. He is hired as the marketer in their company and he only works for that company which is the only way that he'll be able to stay passionate about that company long term because a marketing agency that has more than 10 clients you know in a perfect world they just all stay on for longer than a year the chances that he's still going to be passionate about all 10 of those markets and keeping up with it and running all the ads and switching up the creatives and the copy and making new videos for you all the time and you don't even have to do anything i'll just make you all these sales and you don't have to do anything sounds so great but it's a false reality in 99 out of 100 cases i want to bring this up because generally speaking a lot of you entrepreneurs out there didn't didn't want to be in sales okay you, you would you don't want to be in sales you do want to be a coach, though. You don't want to be in sales. You do want to be an artist, though. You can't do that. I've said this a lot of times. Your primary job is sales, and you just so happen to be an artist, okay? You have to have that mindset. So to have a mindset of like, oh, I don't really want to learn the marketing, that's like, to, that, to, to your current understanding, is the same thing of saying, I want to sell art online but I don't want to be an artist. And guess what? That would actually be easier. If you're a really good marketer and you just want to like drop ship popular print designs that you hire other people to make, it'd be so much easier to hire an artist to create prints for you and then you be the marketer and sell those than it would be, be for you to be an artist and then hire a marketer. So in that case with this marketing agency where they spent a thousand bucks of mine and cost 3,500 bucks, in order for me to be profitable, if I'm running it myself, that $1,000 of ad spend just has to generate over $1,000 worth of sales. In order for a marketing agency to be profitable, that $1,000 of ad spend would need to generate $4,500 worth of sales in order to start to be profitable. So right there, you're already putting yourself at a massive disadvantage that your ads would need to be exponentially better to even be profitable rather than if you ran them yourself, okay? So I know it's difficult. I know marketing, it looks like a giant. You don't want to take it on. You just wish you could make your product. Um, but like I say, your real job is sales. So um, basically, guys, here's your like couple solutions here. There, there's three major ones. The first one is you learn to do it yourself, and you're just going to do this through, through trial and error, and it's going to take a while. So... Then what can you do? You can hire a marketing agency. You will likely do all of the crap that I just said. The third option, and I don't try to like make everything about like leading up to like a sales pitch or whatever, but guys, the best way that I can genuinely help your business in the right way is you and I work on your ads together, okay? Because I cannot make your ads without you. I know how much work it's gonna take me before I can properly do it without you involved at all. That's ridiculous, okay? With you involved, I can create it pretty quickly with you because you understand your market. You have the passion for it. You have the work ethic to do all that stuff, 
okay? For me to like, if I had like five different businesses I was doing it for, I would quickly lose passion for what I'm doing. So I would suck at running your ads in a couple months. I'm just willing to tell you that. That's what they're gonna do too, but they're just gonna charge you as much as they can until you figure it out, all right? The way that I work with people, I understand Facebook ads, I understand marketing, and I know exactly what kind of questions to ask people to understand your customers to create this kind of marketing. And you're always keeping up in the loop with the current events in your market, which is extremely necessary, all right? So as soon as like, if you could take care of that part, I can take care of the rest. So what I do is done with you coaching, not done for you or do it yourself. And I found that done with you not only produces the best results because like I said, I do need you and you likely need me. If you haven't run profitable Facebook ads yet, you know, you're probably pretty far away from being able to do it yourself. So that's where us as a team works really well. Um, and then I don't have to charge like $3,500 a month. I get to charge significantly less than that because I'm not doing, uh, putting nearly as much time into it. All the time intensive stuff you're still doing, which means that you get to save all of that money for your business at the beginning. So if this is something that you want more information on, most of you I can probably do this with, but I've denied a few people in the last month of not being able to do uh, this with them. All right, basically... Um, you have to be B2C. So if you're a coach, you have to be like a fitness coach, not like a business coach. All right. Like I could not sell this to me, unfortunately, because I'm a business coach. B2C though. And then also you have to have a product that I like enough. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of check that out a little bit and look at your sales track record. You don't have to have like a ton of sales. Um, but I have to see that your product is able to be marketed. Most of you would get accepted at that point, assuming that you've got the work ethic to keep up and everything. But if you know you have to get paid ads going for you, you don't want to do it yourself and you're not looking to hire a marketing agency to fuck everything up for you, <laughs> go book a free phone call with me in the bio. We'll talk for 45 minutes. I love talking to everyone from the show, regardless of if you want to work with me further or not. But I'll just kind of give you the details of how it would work. I'll lay out some ideas of how we would run the Facebook ads. Every time I'm saying Facebook ads, I'm saying Instagram ads too. Please know that. I forget that people don't always tie the two together. So if I can see it as a possibility, I'll show you what it would look like. If you like the ideas, you want my help with it, then I'll show you what that would look like. Otherwise, hey, you got some free ideas for you and we got to meet and hang out. Now you got someone you can come up to at a business conference and say hey to, all right? So um, yeah, book a free call with me. Hope that clears things up for you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, next episode, I will probably come out with it on Friday just to give this one and that one a little bit of space in between them. Otherwise, the views get uh, kind of messed up or the plays get messed up when they come out too close together. So I'm going to give people a few days to listen to this one and then I will see you guys Friday morning for the next one. Then the week after we'll go right back to that Monday, Thursday schedule. All right. Have a great week.